get in the cart. Right at us. The best in the business, Roger Cleveland. Can't wait to get back to Chicago in this one. This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast. We are rocking tans and excited for Masters Week. Ben Hutchison alongside Mistwood PGA Director of Golf, Andy Michelson. Yo, yo, what's up? Yeah, rocking sweet tan. Just got back from Mexico last week. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I kicked it on a cruise with the family. Good family time for us. Yep. Figured out why Mexicans wear sombreros. Those things are money in the heat. Holy cow. I was covered. I was sitting on a tube, and it almost covered my entire body. It was awesome. It's like sunscreen for the top of your head. It is. You don't have to worry about sunscreen. Wish I would have figured that out the first five days. Or the first 40 years of your life. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Just wear a sombrero around. I've got skin cancer just festering underneath right now. Be like, where are you at, Andy? Can't find <laughs> you. We can't see you under that. But I mentioned it's Masters Week, but more locally, it's opening week here at Mistwood Golf Club. Tomorrow's opening day. Opening day. Big day for us. 25th anniversary. Big season. 25th year. Uh, it's hard to believe. I was... I was here in year number two. Some of us were even around in year number one. A few of us on property, but uh, it's pretty crazy what's happened in the last 25 years. I know that we're going to try and capture that in you know, different things and different events throughout the year and, and really make it special, something to remember. But man, this place has come a long way in 25 years. Yeah, we'll be releasing a bit of a movie trailer, if you will, tomorrow on Thursday for opening day. We also have our new 25th anniversary logo mm-hmm. that Rexy, our brand manager, put together, working with the brain of Andy Michelson. Yeah, we'll put that in, like, select. Well, actually, I got to credit Disney, even though I, I throw a lot of shade on Disney sometimes. <laughs> Disney, we went to Disney last year at some point. It's like Disney 50 right now. But I just love, like, the way they kind of, like, it's a little understated 50 type thing, so... Kind of brought that idea back, and we're going to run with it for Mistwood 25. I have to say, I feel like Disney 50 has been going on for about five or six years. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they need to sell the rest of their stuff. For sure. 100%. And everyone's like, well, that was cool. I'll get it. <laughs> it was like the COVID Ryder Cup where they did it, what, one or two years later, and they're yep. still 2020 Ryder Cup. <laughs> it has the same meaning. They, no, it's because they had like $35 million worth of merchandise. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> to sell. <laughs> we got to sell it. Right. Got to sell it. Right. Uh, so that's exciting. We're going to do that. And again, lots of stories, probably a lot of old faces we'll connect with over the year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I know one of the things we'll feature is the old hook, line, and sinker because we have some yeah. video from, what, about 2000 or so? We might we might even tickle bringing that thing back. That was Ooh. a fun event, man. That was a fun event. We, we might do that in the fall. Yeah, we TBD. A couple was, of years ago, we did it. We did it a couple of years ago. It was it was fun. It's a lot. It's a lot to to put on um, the way that we do it, but it's uh, it's fun. It's cool. That's awesome. That's almost some breaking news. But <laughs> TBD on the official announcement. <laughs> TBD for that. means you can also not do it too. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So opening day Thursday, weather is actually looking really nice over the next week, minus maybe a couple pop up storms, but. They're already talking seventies and touching eighty. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good for us. Good growing uh, time. You know, this week it's it's kind of soft. There's been quite a bit of rain, so 
you know, as we get those warmer temperatures, this this place should kind of explode uh, as far as green goes. I would say by the middle of next week, this thing is going to look like fluorescent green. It's going to be so green. Um, kind of new game plan for 2023. I wouldn't say new game plan, just kind of a, a further reinvestment in the golf course. We're um, you know, going to do some things to kind of try and firm it up a little bit. Um, get it a little bit more link style, uh, a little bit more commitment, kind of the firmness of the greens and stuff like that. So that's more of like a 10 year plan thing, but at least we're starting it in year one. So, um, you know, we're always, we're always, again, trying to do something different, trying to innovate and trying to make things better. Yeah. And it's nice to see the course already greening up as much as it is. Yeah. Cause sometimes you'll look out there and you'll be like, oh, it doesn't feel right, but greens up, the trees fill in and it's the best place. Yeah, Absolutely. No one wants to play golf cart path only either. No. It's always more fun. Once, yeah. I mean, just run wide open. Just keep the rain away a little bit. <laughs> right. All right. Well, it is Masters Week, as we mentioned. And, I mean, is it the best week in golf? It, it is. I'll, I'll Perfect example is last night. For some reason, I stayed up till 2 a.m. watching live from the Masters, which is just ridiculous because it starts airing at 6 p.m., which means I've already watched it twice. So I watched two sets of the exact same thing for three hour periods. It's not so live at some point and there. The wife went to bed at 9 PM. The kids went to bed at eight 30. And I wonder why I wake up and we all wake up, woke up at the same time today. And for some reason I was tired and everyone else was fine. Amazing. So, yeah. It's weird. Huh? What'd you get out of it? Um, let's see. What did I get out of it? Or do you want to go into your thoughts right away? Just in general thoughts heading into it. Uh, I'm super excited by it because, like, now we're seeing that field come all back together for the first time in half a year. Um, and there are some live guys that have legit shots to win. If my money's on it, first and pick and speed. Well, should we go? On? I don't want to go. Don't do picks yet. Okay, okay, fine. Cam Smith has a really good chance. And this, I'm not going into picks, but, like, there's guys like Cam Smith. There's past champions, Patrick Reed. There's past champions, Sergio Garcia. I'm a huge believer in horses for courses. If you feel comfortable in a certain place, Phil Mickelson, I'll bet, will top 20. Whoa. Yeah, breaking news. Horses for courses. Guys that feel very comfortable at spots come back to them and win. Tiger Woods' entire career was defined by that. He won eight times at Bay Hill. He's won five times at the Masters. Tiger's, Tiger won seven or eight times at um, Torrey Pines. So that's a real thing. That's a real thing in golf. Even when your game is even trash coming into a place and you like where you're going to or you like playing there, it's a real thing. You'll find a way to play well. That's why Fred Couples still sometimes here and there competes at the Masters. He has no business competing at the Masters anymore, but he has those really good vibes at, what are they, 30 years old now? And he's still he's still running off of those. That is a good thought. The storylines... Like you mentioned, PGA guys versus live guys. Will they be civil? Is there some animosity there? Rory going for the Grand Slam. Augusta National's above Again. that, though. Like it is. It's crazy. Absolutely. You need it's to keep it. That. You need to keep it to a class level. Yeah. But Rory going for the Grand Slam still. I think this is like an eighth or ninth try. Yeah, since 2015. <laughs> so there's 20, that. 2015 Masters would have was when this narrative started. So yep. let's do it. Still going. As always, how's Tiger going to do? How will he hold up? Man, I don't know. Did you that video from the PGA Championship last year was like the scariest thing ever? Where it looks like his leg like shatters getting out of a bunker. It's so feeble, man, and I feel so bad for him. But there's just 
There's no way. There's no, and then like <laughs> Golf Channel did their usual stuff. What's well, Tiger's chances this week? Like zero, zero point zero zero point point zero zero zero. They still put him sixty six to one. Yes. Like very. And you said Adam Scott was ten thousand to one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll take I'll take Adam Scott. I'll take Adam Scott in that bet. Well, hundred to one. But yeah. it's still going to be awesome to watch Tiger play. I mean, I I think it's electric it, all the time. Right. If I was a bet man, I'm going to call Tiger. Always plays like garbage in the first round of the Masters. I think think his scoring average in the Masters first round is either at or above par. Now he has the all time scoring. Uh, record as far as average goes for four rounds, but I know it's terrible in the first round. Wow. He's actually he actually won, uh, I think his third one, uh, shooting 75 in the first round. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bet he has He, I think he'll make the cut. I think he might make the cut. So, you know, that's that's good. That's that's honorable. That's awesome. I um, It's, it's going to be the toughest walk of the year. So I don't... Yeah. I mean, he, it's going to absolutely wear him out. It's going to wear him down. And and I just don't see – this is going to be a mutters one because you got – it's going to be 85 degrees on Thursday. It's going to be 50 degrees on Saturday with rain, with oh. wind. It's going to be absolutely miserable. It's going to be like that Mike Weir, Zach Johnson, mutter-type masters. Yeah. So look for your mutters in there. Like, you know, you mentioned Fleetwood before we got on. He's a mutter type guy. And yeah. It's gonna land like one of those Euro European guys that like kind of under the radar. Kind of like I don't know. Everyone knows my when we get into it. Just my betting approach is I always just take a handful of guys and throw three, four bucks at them. Like I don't need to do a lot. I mean that PGA Championship I picked Phil, you know, and it was plus twenty five thousand. Are you like, serious? You did? Yeah. So came away with a nice chunk of money wow. on a three dollar bet or whatever. So. Wow, that's pretty exciting. Well, well that was back when I admittedly liked Phil a lot more because, like, he was really coming out of his social media shell. Dude, there's something wrong with Phil. He's too skinny. Yeah, he's not bubbly at all. Like that's what I'm saying. There's something going on. This was like the Phil I liked at that point, and I was like, I'm always going to throw two dollars at Phil Mickelson. <laughs> it's almost uh, like Phil's like avoiding attention, which Phil is anything but. Phil in the past was like. Screw Tiger, like, rain all the light on me. Yeah. So that led into the next thing. You kind of mentioned how Phil could do. I said, better finish, Tiger or Phil? Phil. Okay. If Tiger makes the cut, I say Tiger, but I'm worried, depending on how his first round goes, if he'll make the cut or not. You know, his um, – I'll actually – He's got to be better than last year. Let me flip-flop it. Yeah, I I think... uh, His leg has to be better than last year. But it's never going to be the same. I realize that. It's never going to be the same. His whole entire... I'm saying it's like gone. I know. Bionic man. I know, but I'm saying if it could at all be any better than it was, give him another year and we're closer to it not being horrible, horrible, horrible. Unless the bionic obviously doesn't change and you can't really strengthen stuff. I get it. Well, from the outside, it felt like Tiger didn't play in anything. Right in the last year, and then in his press conference, he talked about how this last year was taxing on his body. I'm like, taxing yeah. doing what? That from the outside, he didn't do anything, but physical I mean, therapy. Know. Yeah, just, all, I, you know, when he won in 2019, he talked about he would have to get up three hours early just to get his back loose, to get like his hips loose, everything loose. Like, he, and that was just his back. 
you don't even talk about his back anymore. Now we're talking about his legs and everything else, but his back is still fused. Yeah. Still the same issues. So maybe it's way more than we, we even can comprehend. That gives me pain just thinking about it. Ugh. Like all the things that are wrong and how it could have been so good. But last one here, Scotty Scheffler. Can you grab another green jacket back to back? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He's so solid. So consistent. It's just like um yeah. I mean he could Rory said it yesterday. He goes, if if he would putt a little bit better, and I think he's a pretty good putter, but he goes, if he could putt a little bit better, he'd be like tiger dominant, which is kind of crazy for Rory to say. It's a nice compliment. But another player? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty crazy. But yeah, Scheffler does a lot of unsexy things. He's not controversial in his personal life either. It's like everything he does is just simple, and you're like, okay, add him up, 66. Like nothing's crazy cool that he does. He has a unique swing. He has an anti-left golf swing, which is kind of interesting. He really kind of weak, you know, left hand on the on the grip, takes the club straight up, face wide open. It's like you would never teach that. Um Kind of very much of a somebody equated uh, him to Tom Watson. I thought that was a really good, good analogy. Just two really pure ball strikers that didn't swing it perfect. But uh, yeah, there's no doubt he could he could win. He's in the I mean he's in the prime of his career. Um, I always thought Nick Felder did a really nice job in talking about um, decades. So he goes when you look at the best players ever, very few ever ever go past that decade mark. So once they win their first major, you usually don't see them win their final major outside of a decade. So it's like that 10-year window that you really have to take advantage of. And he said he was fortunate to have a 12-year window because he thought like 84, 85 to 96 was, that was his window. And then after that, that window closed. So he's like, you know, what you're seeing with Tiger, Tiger had that 10-year window, right? Tiger had a 12-year window. 97, so 2009. 2009, had a few yeah. really good somethings in there, but he's had that window. Jack was the only one to exceed that window, you know, by a lot, by a long shot, 20-plus years. But, um, yeah, he's in his window right now. So we can see some really special things, and I think it's just because he's not he's not flashy that we're not talking about him in the Kepka. Um, sense that we were a few years ago. Um, like I just look at some of those, a few of those guys, like Rory, Rory DJ, and then like who else in that company? Then there's like a next slight tier down. Now that would be like the Kepka, the Scheffler, Justin Thomas. Maybe Jordan Spieth from a record standpoint. Jordan's in that conversation. Three three majors. Morikawa. Morikawa's in that, yeah, in that conversation. Um, oh. It's just, yeah, it's interesting. What was Jason Day? like That's Frank's pick. Really? Oh, yeah, massive, massive pick. Jason Day looked awesome. We, we saw him at Bay Hill uh, last month when we were down there. Holy smokes, man. He was hitting it right out. Uh, he was old school Jason Day. Hitting it right out of the center of the face. Yeah. Hitting it to the moon. Puring it right in the middle of greens. He's had a really nice run. He went from 140th in the world to now he's top 30? Top top 40, maybe? 
yeah, something like that, uh, which is an incredible run. Um, obviously, some guys bumped up from the live guys moving over, but not a hundred plus spots. So he's doing something special. You know what you can tell too, and I kind of, I guess I remember this in a very small way. I could equate it to mini tour days. Um, you know when you're when you're playing well the best players on the tour are playing with you. So, like, when we, we saw Jason Day in the practice round, he's paired with John Rahm. John Rahm, in his practice rounds, you think he wants to have some schmuck? No. He wants to have Jason. He wants to have somebody that he thinks is a competitor, mm-hmm. right, to practice with. So that kind of tells you where Jason Day is, again, back in the conversation. And I know people can't see you right now, but the golf course isn't open right now, everyone, and Andy has a golf tee in his hand. This is how much this guy yeah. loves golf. In my mouth, back and forth, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that's awesome. Uh-huh. I'll do that sometimes, though, and they'll be like, he's just the marketing guy, but I, I might have a golf tee because I might go play golf. Yeah, I, I eat, sleep, and breathe. And I, this isn't a game. This, this isn't a <laughs> – This is life. This is life. Like, those stupid golf is life t-shirts, like, that should be <laughs> tattooed on my stomach. <laughs> like, that's just the way it is. Like Next to no regrets. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't know any other way. Uh, great. It's, it's absolutely crazy. I love it. All right, so you want to get into some of these picks. We like to do this every year. Obviously, don't take any of their advice unless you no, really feel always, like it. It's always terrible. Unless you feel like it. But the favorites out of the gate, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, both at 7-1, to one, John Rahm 9-1, to one, Jordan Spieth 18-1. to one. It's nice to see him back up there near the top. I agree. I think... So outside of Tiger, uh, Jordan's number two all-time in scoring average. I didn't realize how wide that gap is, though. Jordan is almost like a 71 scoring average. Tiger is like a 70.5 oh. or .05. Yeah. It's almost a full stroke. It's crazy. But, man, Jordan does some special things around Augusta usually. I really think he's going to be right, right there. I, I think he's my pick. So He's like your top 10 favorite pick. He's my one. He's your pick. He's, he's my okay. pick. Rory has no chance. Really? Spieth is my pick. Didn't Rory have an awesome final round last year? Was that? I still think Rory has no chance. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm and didn't Shoffley choke it away? Was that last year? Uh, Was that last year, two years ago? He put a couple Shoffley's in the water. Been, or Shoffley's been close. Yeah. What do you think of these feature pairings? I hate them. I, I absolutely hate them. Why is that? Because the guys feel the pressure of playing with other No one likes to play with somebody that's better than them. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Yeah. Like the best players want to play with two not bad guys. Now they want to play with a guy that's able to keep pace. Like Doesn't you, affect their game. Let yeah. me shoot 65. You two shoot 72. He, he doesn't want like, John Rahm doesn't want to play with Sandy Lyle. Right. <laughs> but he wants to play with a guy. Um. Who would be non-threatening? I feel like a Tom Kim and a again Sepp Straka. Sepp Straka, there we go. Just Let's play drop with a your Sepp Straka. Yes. yes, yeah, just a simple. You know, Sepp's not going to get. He's not going to shoot eighty. Sepp's going to be right there. He's going to hit some nice shots. Charles Schwartzel. You're going to be able. To, yeah, you're going to be able to club off a guy. Yeah. That's the guy you want to play against. <laughs> I don't want to be sit, stepping up the tee and oh, Justin Thomas and John Rahm are your other two guys. That sucks. 
and they never play their best golf. I've never seen like the tour's talking about with this change, right? With the the new change to the tour, um, you know, the the tour play where they have these elevated events. The guys never play good when they play against play good against each other. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're trying to create more of those Tiger Phil scenarios back in the day. Tiger and Phil never played against each other. And when Tiger and Phil did have the opportunity to play against each other, they played good one time. Yeah. I think it was like Doral um, in the early 2000s. That was it. They never they never took that advantage. So it's like... Well, it's kind of like match play. You see that and they're just head-to-head I, with, oh, man, you know... I, I just... I, I really hate it. I don't like it because I know what it does to the players. The players don't like it. I guarantee they don't like it. Yeah. All right, so out of the chunk of the favorites. Sorry, I went way off. No, that's good. I like it. I I do like someone like Cam Smith because he doesn't play with a lot of pressure, and he's consistent. So I like him. I like Morikawa. I think he's always someone who can play really well or at least be a top-10 finish. Cam's got a nice pairing, too. What's his pairing? I don't have the pairings up right now. Come on. I know. We'll talk for about 30 seconds. prep. Talk for about 30 seconds, and I'll get him. So why do we... I like Patrick Reed and Cam Smith for the same reason. High draws, put the daylights out of it, incredible short games. I mean, you can't disagree with that. If Patrick Reed won at Augusta National, then Cam Smith should win at Augusta National. They have essentially the same game, very similar. And Cam Smith's a better putter. Um, Which pairings are you interested in? Cam Smith pairing. It was a friendly one. Oh, it's Hideki, Cam Smith, and Sung J.M. How great is that? Yeah. One of the guys you can't even talk to, but he's a great player. You're going to have good golf around you, but it's not intimidating golf. Sung J.M.'s a nice player. Not going to win the thing. But again, like I was saying, you got one guy that's a nice player who's coming back from injury, past champion, not going to win. You got another guy, Sun JM, that's a nice player, not going to win, but just plays a nice game. And but you, it's a guy you can kind of benchmark off. Of. It's good. But some of these really aren't to the level you're talking about with the people in them. You have what Dustin Johnson, Corey Connors, and Justin Rose. Love that one. That's a good one. It's a chill one. Matt Fitzpatrick, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris, I will always say that again. Matt Fitzpatrick. Morikawa and Zalatoris. Don't like it. Well, I like Will Zalatoris is one of my mid picks there. I think he's at sixty six to one. I had said that's a wow. That's he plays well in put, Augusta. Put he just can't money, putt. Put money on that. Just can't putt. No, put money on that. Sixty six to one. Willie Z. That's how cringy. How cringy do we text each other all the time on Sunday when we see Will Zalatoris putting? Oh, me, you, and Frank. Oh, uh, jitter. Ugh. It's <laughs> awful. And then Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, and Tony Finau. That one's got... I love that pairing. That's a fun pairing. It's a great pairing. You got two guys that are in the top 10 of favorites, including Finau. Fleetwood, I think, was 66-1 to also. I'm waiting for him to break through. I've talked about him for for like two to three years to get get through one of these. Oh, man. Oh, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, and Cam Young. Yeah, I hate that. (laughs) That one is loaded. awful pairing. Loaded. But you did want to talk about someone yeah, Justin, else. Why would you ever put Justin Thomas and John Rahm in the same group? Unless it's Sunday. Such a bad yeah. pairing. Those are two guys that should win this thing. Why would you put them in the same group? Ooh, Tigers. 
Tiger, Victor Hovland, and Xander Shoffley. That's some. Well, good. then you just you cross off Hovland and going to hit a mile. Hovland and Shoffley will not win now. You can't play in that. You can't play in that zoo for two days. Remember when you played with Tiger Woods? Yeah. You can't play for in that two zoo. days at the Masters. You can't play in that zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have fun when it's. It might be his last Masters. That's what he keeps hinting at with all these different, you know, every single year he hints at, oh, this could be my last one. Yeah, have fun in that zoo trying to trying to shoot 66 for a couple of days, Xander. Yeah, have fun. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I pick Xander all the time. I think I don't see a whole lot of holes in his game. No. But, and he's gained some ball speed, and he's faster. and But I don't know, he hasn't really put it together much, I think, in the last seven to ten months. No, since the Olympics, I haven't really seen. You know, it was crazy. A lot. I, was, I was thinking about this morning. No one's talking about him. Patrick Cantley. I was going to bring him up. The sneakiest was he number five in the world. Yeah, he's about Four? sixth favorite to win this. Is he fourth or fifth in the world? No one's talking about him. He has the same odds as Jordan Spieth, eighteen to one. Mm, probably, probably appropriate. I mean, if my. If my money's on it, Spieth, but probably appropriate, yeah, for where he's in the world. It's and then, a nice, it's a nice draw. Stripes the hell out of it. I mean, just just everything's beautiful about what he does. Even you, as a golf professional, seeing these guys hit and seeing them up close as much as you have in the Bay Hill last year, mm-hmm. what's it still like for you, who is a very good golfer and in the top percentages of golfers out there, to see these guys hit? What's that like? It's not necessarily the shot. It's the quality of it's the quality of their commitment that blows me away. The fact that they're able to tune out or what it looks like to be able to tune out all the distractions and like like I said, I think the most impressive thing I saw saw with Rom in a practice round was it looked like Sunday afternoon. That dude talked about every single shot with his caddy, yardages all the way down to the absolute closest detail. They got up to the greens. They studied things, you know, to a level that I know I don't do in in practice rounds. And it's just like the shots are there. The shots aren't aren't crazy. They don't blow you away. A lot of the guys hit it a little bit further, right? But it's just the level of commitment and consistency that really – Really blows you away, but you know you, you think of even some of the guys like on the club pro level that you play with. You're like, well, if this is your full time job, how does that change things? I don't think I don't think we have more than a handful of guys that are at that level as far as on a national basis. But it's pretty interesting. Like watching being out there for that day, it's like their only job is. <laughs> and I, I was there, like to a much smaller degree. Like your only job is to hit balls, play golf, hit balls, play golf. Like you get pretty good. You yeah. get pretty good because even if you're bad, your bad's still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It's just it's not necessarily the the actual shots that they hit. It's the quality. It's the quality of the shots. We talk about good golfers and. I mean, the percentages are pretty crazy. What percentage of people shoot 80 or below, 70 or below? Yeah, I'm not totally buying those stats anymore. I thought, I think it was like 5 or 6% of people ever break 80. Yeah. That seems crazy. 
Uh, I, I, well, that's because you regularly do it. But for me, it'd be like, this is a life accomplishment. <laughs> well, that's true. Because I don't have time to put yeah, into golf, but I want to yeah. be there. You're the best 18 handicap I've ever seen. You guys heard it here. Yeah. This year is the year I break 80. I said that I have two goals this year, and one of them's golf related, and it's to break 80 or hit 80. Okay, so then don't hit a range ball a year and chip and putt. That's how you're going to break 80. He knows that's my habits. That's how everyone's going to break 80. Yep. Um, again, I've, I've said this before in the past. I could let you miss every single green, and you get up and down half the time you shoot 81. <laughs> so why are you shooting 90? That's a good point. Right? That's a really good point. Right? Right, so it's it's golf's easy when you break it down by the numbers. Yeah, but then you come out to Misswood. The actual, the actual doing it, it's the hard part. 25, 30 <laughs> mile an hour wind gusts out here today. Right. Make it real tough. Right. All right, so let's go a little down the list here into the kind of 30 to 40 to 1 types. We have Zalatoris, 33 to 1. Uh, so, yeah, I doubled that up earlier. It's 33 to 1. Is Justin Thomas in that 30s? Uh, he was 20 to 1. So he's okay. actually in the top that's, top. That's probably right. Threshold. Uh, Finau and Homa rounding out the top guys at twenty five to one, and Jason Day also twenty five to one. Homa, man, he's so good. He yep. just he always looks nervous to me. I don't know if it's just you know his demeanor, like the way he walks. It's really weird. Like like he just never looks like super confident. Like I own this. Like mm-hmm. you know, and then. Uh, you wanted to talk about one live guy in particular. He's coming up on the odds here that you think might be the uh, contrarian, the one that wins it all, that would probably put people the wrong way. Patrick Reed? Yeah. <laughs> 66 to 1 for Patrick Reed. <laughs> I love Patrick Reed at 66 to 1. He's never coming on the podcast because oh I've oh. talked too poorly about him. <laughs> After Patrick Reed won... I thought that Masters was great. When Patrick Reed won, he played phenomenal and just did it the right way. And I, I think I put a post out there on Facebook like, hey, congrats, Patrick Reed, man. That was really fun to watch. And everyone's like, bleep, 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 bleep. just just <laughs> basically F-bombing me on, on Facebook. And I'm like, guys, I'm not asking him to He's raise such my, a dirtbag. <laughs> I'm not asking him to raise my yeah. kids. But if you just show me those last four days of golf, that was pretty freaking sweet stuff to watch. I yeah. mean, what he did was pretty sweet and special. Same thing with Sergio. Sergio's a douchebag. Everyone knows Sergio's a douchebag, but that win that he had when Sergio won, was it 2016? 2017? One of two? Pretty good. No, 2017, because Danny Willett was 2016. Yeah. Pretty cool. Here's a tough one for you. I could go, I could name every Masters champion all the way back to 89, but why can I not name the PJ champion from two years ago? That just shows what the Masters is to everybody, right? Who was the PGA Championship? Was that Phil? Was that two years ago now? There you go. It See? Was Phil. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I forgot. I remember that because he Frank helped were, me out. Frank and I were staring at each other for five minutes this morning like, who's 21? Oh, I knew that. Yeah. I'm all over that. All right, so we got those guys in the middle. Adam Scott then hitting 100 to 1 odds. That's DeChambeau, 100 to 1 odds. Keith Mitchell is in the same threshold. So Heath Thigala, is he still looking for his first PGA win? Yeah. He yeah. came close. He got second, I believe, in the past six months um, at one of them, I think, late fall. Oh, that was um, oh, Waste Management last year. Yeah. He got second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Sahith. 
I think it's, again, it's too big of a stage for your first win. It's just way too big of a stage. Louis always has Louis a nice first a, couple rounds. If there's like a win, <laughs> if it's like a horse race and it's a win play show bet, he's sign, nine, sign me up for Louis. 90 to 1. That's like nine plus 9,000. It's not bad. No. He's bad. always a on the leaderboard on the first day, four under. Okay. That's a three bucker. I think yep. that's a three bucker for you. Two nice. Buckers. Yeah. Nice. Um, Speaking of that, you see how Angel Cabrera is getting out of jail and he's going to be back oh, in playing tour golf. Didn't know that. Yeah. I actually didn't know he was in jail. Yep. I kind of lost track of him. That was a fraud thing. I can't remember. <sighs> hell. What are you doing? All right, well, you got VJ down there at plus 250,000. So uh, think, that's pretty safe down there. I don't think he'll be making it. And Sandy Lyle rounding out the plus 500,000. Yeah. But long shot wise, I think we go to 10,000 beyond for I'm long hoping, shots. I'm hoping Larry Mize and Sandy Lyle, is this their last year? I think it's both their last years, right? I is that decided morning. or can't you play as long as you You can play as want. long as you want, but sometimes it becomes embarrassing, right? Yeah. So Larry Mize. Uh, I, th- I know it's Larry Mize's last year. I thought that Chairman Ridley said there was two gentlemen that was their last year. The only two that kind of make sense right now. Well, I'll give you another one. Jose Maria Lothabal would make sense because he's terrible. Like, terrible, off the charts terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, can't break 80 if he tries. He's right above those two, so he's at plus 400,000. Yeah, so one of those... It, one of those two should be joining Larry Mize because I know at least one other person outside of Larry Mize is their last ones. I think it might be Olafable. Yeah, well, you look at the pairings and you got Sandy Lyle, Jason Kokrak, and Taylor Gooch. What a shaft job. How do you feel if you're Taylor Gooch? What a shaft job. <laughs> I mean, Jason Kokrak, stud. Yeah. Taylor Gooch, stud. And you have Sandy. Sandy Lyle. Just putting it around. Put those three dinosaurs in the same group and call it a day. Have them go first off. Well, they have Mike Weir and Kevin Knott paired together as the only twosome. I don't know if Mike Weir breaks 80 anymore. My name break 90. Canadian Mike Weir, I believe. Yep. I think we've talked about him. Yeah, talk about no thank you pairing. The Larry Mize one is Larry Mize, Minwoo Lee, and Harrison Crow. That's not fair for Minwoo Lee. Minwoo Lee, he's legit. He's got he's he's been playing. He's uh, where's he at here? Minwoo Lee's gonna have like an hour before he hits the next shot. He's only sixty six to one. He's in the Patrick Reed Tiger Woods scale of betting. Minwoo Lee will outdrive Larry Mize, no joke, by one hundred and twenty five yards. Yeah, Minwoo Lee is the first or second fastest on tour. Well, yeah, that'll be interesting. This is the Action Network numbers, by the way. That's uh, the unofficial not sponsor of our show. It's just that's what we're using for the podcast. Who is the sponsor of our show? Uh, we are actively looking for a sponsor, <laughs> actually. I thought we so. don't really need a sponsor. <laughs> so We just do this, just guys talking golf, as Frank would say, <laughs> just guys talking golf. So Phil Mickelson, he's at 200 to 1. So you figure you just throw, he's a two-bucker. Yeah. For Phil, Fred, Freddie Couples, one hundred and fifty thousand, so fifteen hundred to one. It's a waste of money. A one bucker. It's a, no, it's a waste of money. <laughs> it's a waste of money. A fifty cent. It's a waste of money. Oh man, 
It's like all in. I'm usually like twenty dollars on this thing, guys. I'm not like some degenerate. Yeah, better. it's. it's I just want one of these to hit, and it's just fun to see it all come together. You just put, you know, like I said, six, seven, eight guys, two, three bucks, you're good to go for the weekend. Give me high high draws, high draws. Mm-hmm. So in that category, high draws. Jordan Spieth. Yep. Justin Thomas, because he can work here both ways. Roy McIlroy fits in that category, but I just think it's not going to happen for some reason. I don't. I can't even explain why it's not going to happen, but it's not going to happen. Um, Cam Smith, no brainer. It's gonna. Uh, it's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be one of those guys. If, if you want my opinion on it. What happened to Abraham? Answer. He's been seeing the headlines, out of the headlines. Nothing good. Like is he in this field. He is in the field. Oh, that must have been a top 15 last year then. He's at uh, 100 to 1 like Adam Scott, in between Louie and Adam Scott. Because he would, he would have slipped outside the top 50 with the live. He must have been a top 15 last year then to, to be able to get in that field. Um, I don't know. Answer doesn't do anything special. I mean, he's a nice player. He doesn't hit it very long. Yeah, I'm not particularly intrigued by him. I just see his name pop up here and there. You know, different tournaments, and he just really never gets the top, in my opinion. But, yep, Tommy Fleetwood, have a weekend, my friend. I'm just waiting. I'm going to say him and Will's out tours every single time until they finally win one of these things. I just don't, man, Willie Z. I, don't, I just don't I don't see it with putting. I feel like he almost missed his – It's is it bad to say? I feel like he missed his window with all these second-place finishes, like – is that bad to say about a golfer? His golf swing is beating the hell out of his back, so maybe. Oh. It's not good. He's He's got issues with his back. And he's your young, spine's too. Not supposed to, your, your spine's not supposed to have that much torque on it. It's just not. It's not built oh, that way. That's how I feel every time I see these long drive guys swinging, just how much torque into their back every single swing. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, those are some good picks there. Um Again, my favorite going with maybe Morikawa, Cam Smith. I like your Spieth pick. Scheffler, easy pick. It, so all these names are out there. They're all quality golfers. You know what's really good, too? It's a Easter Masters. Easter Masters are awesome. It only happens usually once every four or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happens. So, like, there are going to be lots of eyes glued on the Masters this week. So, a lot which of is only good for golf. That's that's the best part. Good for golf. Well, I do want to go back over a couple Masters dinners to see which one you would have liked the best. Okay, so we're going to start with Tiger. This is 1998. Cheeseburger, grilled chicken sandwich as the starter with French fries, strawberry, and vanilla milkshakes, prime filet mignon, and sautéed sea bass, twice-baked potato, fresh sautéed corn, strawberry shortcake. That was Tiger. It's kind of weak. It's okay. weak. Well, let's go I with that. Ba- I can get that Baker Square. <laughs> Sandy Lyle, get haggis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Traditional dish no, of Scotland. Sandy Lyle's, Sandy Lyle's dinner is rated as the worst dinner ever served really? at the Masters. Yes. Oh, I missed that. Yes. It is absolutely 100% known as the worst dinner ever served. Jumbo lump crab meat cocktail. Caesar salad. So Stop. I heard Jeez. this also. Sandy Lyle is the reason that they have two offerings for the dinner, meaning you can have this or this, this or this. Oh, okay. Because no one's eating haggis. 
Well, he did have uh, soup, Lorraine, Musselburgh pie, haggis, neeps, and tatties. Uh, prime New York steak, broiled chicken, broiled pompano. <laughs> no, Sandy, you're done. Uh, then we went on to 1996 and Ben Crenshaw. Angus beef brisket, St. Louis pork ribs, country say. sausage, barbecue fresh chicken. I'm liking this one. Yeah, that's good. This is my favorite so far. That's I mean, good. all the sides. And then homemade but peach cobbler. You know what they? You know what though? I guarantee they would have screwed that up because they would have made it like try to be fancy on the plates, and that really needs to be like a big dirty meal. Just serve it on a big tray, right, with all the barbecue sauces like spread out. Yeah. Oh, it, it yeah, would like need a, to be like, that way. Like a, yeah, like a smokehouse. So Adam Scott, twenty fourteen, artichoke and arugula salad with grilled calamari, Australian wagyu New York strip. I'm liking this, Mister Scott. Uh, Obviously, all the sides there. Strawberry and passion fruit pavlova. That does nothing for me, but... Well, they say Australian Wagyu is the best of both worlds. It's probably amazing. That's what I've heard. And then this year, Mr. Scotty Scheffler. Tortilla soup. Okay. Choice of Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish. I'd be totally down with his dinner. Absolutely. Who in the hell took the fish? I'm doing the ribeye 100%. Family Gary Player <laughs> might have taken the fish. Jalapeno, cream corn, yes. family style mac and cheese, yes. fried Brussels sprouts. My wife would yes. like those. Uh, seasoned fries. And the dessert, finally a normal dessert, not throwing a bunch of fruit in your face. Warm chocolate chip skillet cookie. This is like uh, this is like the dome bad. life. Yeah, dome life. Miss I like Wood it. Golf I like Dome. It. Yeah, Miss Wood, Miss Wood Dome Life. McQuethy Sports Bar. Yeah, I like it. Cookie I like skillet. It. I like it. All right, so I out of those, I'd probably go Scotty, and then Mister Oh Mister Crenshaw after yes. that with the barbecue, yeah, and then Adam Scott, Sandy's way at the end, and Tiger's like four out of five there. Yeah. So, all right, that's our picks for the Masters. You know, every time we talk about the Masters, I think of our friend Harry Arnett, formerly of Callaway, now Municipal Athleisure. Hey, have you played? Have you played Augusta? And he's like, I've been fortunate a couple times, guys. Because <laughs> he's from Georgia and yeah, been down yeah, there. And yeah, yeah. You were just beaming with jealousy when he Gosh. told that story a couple not, of years ago. It's not even funny. <laughs> like, he's, he's like, I don't like to tell people <laughs> a couple times. He's the best. He's the yeah, best. So yeah. that's fun. All right. Well, we'll look how it plays out. I know Andy will have a couch in front of him and a TV. And Couch in front of me? I'll be laying on the couch. Well, I mean, there'll probably be another couch in front of you yeah. just with someone else watching Chew something. It. Yeah. Are you at your house from, for Easter? From two, Yeah, from 2 to 6.30, don't bother me. You know what's actually cool <laughs> is I think after we do all the Easter festivities in the morning, I think the fam is actually going somewhere. I get like three uninterrupted hours of wow. master's time. Wow. You know what was really bad last year? My son had a doubleheader baseball game on Master Sunday. I'm watching. Oh, because it wasn't Easter. Yeah, yeah, it was just. I'm watching Master yeah. Sunday on a four-inch phone. The worst. Like, shoot me. Mm-hmm. Shoot me. So not good. No, we're actually hosting Easter. So, I mean, I get control of the television. So that'll definitely be on, in the basement and in the family room. Nice. If the kids want to watch cartoons, I'm gonna have to give them the iPad. Oh yeah. yeah. Screen time. Yes, I'm watching the Masters. Start them early. After Start the Easter, early. after the Easter egg hunt, all that. We'll do the Easter egg hunt. We'll have fun. Family first. Then pop on live from from the Masters. Yeah. Boom. Done. It's gonna be good. So, yeah. thanks for listening, everyone. Now it is golf season. We'll be getting on here. Me and Andy are gonna be very busy getting on here with podcast every other week. 
Heck yeah. Let's do this. And we'll have some guests. We're going to yeah. get guests. Yeah. We said we'd get guests the next well, time, but yeah, this is our master show. Yeah. So we had to do this, you know. But we're going to – we'll pull some pros up. Maybe we'll make a couple phone calls. I'll just tap into maybe, Andy's database. Maybe our, maybe our friends from Germany can suggest some guests next time. Yes. We're going to want, like, Bernhard Longer and, like, yeah. David Hasselhoff and whatever. <laughs> when I was in Germany, they had a Hasselhoff sign on the wall. Like, it's every bit of real. In Berlin, has their love for him. Really? Yeah, it said, like, don't hassle the Hoff type thing, and boom. It's like, <laughs> they love him. I'm going to try to find that picture, but anyways, that's a story for a different day. <laughs> it was a very long day. we can tell you about it another time. Kudos to our friends in Germany. Keeping it real out there, and all of you at home, and get out here to Mistwood. Come say hi, and we will see all of you soon. Get in the cart. Right at us. Oh! the best in the business roger cleveland can't wait to get back to chicago in this one this is party of four a mistwood golf club podcast